0: Welcome to The Bubble Lounge. I'm Nellie Shudo. And I'm Martha Jackson. And today we are talking about sorority recruitment. And I have to say, in case everybody didn't know, we live in the bubble. <laughs> and just about everybody I know went to a Southern school and was in a sorority. They're all sorority sisters. And it's a little foreign to me. I mean, both my sisters were in sororities in the Northeast and in the South. And I was not because Yale was not, that was not part of the social scene at all. So I'm just curious about this whole thing. like if Alexis wants to be in a sorority, would you encourage that? I absolutely would. So I was a tried out at the University of Oklahoma, and
1: I really enjoyed it. It was just such a sense of community. It was a great way to get established when I first went to OU. I didn't know a lot of people that were going to school there. And I met a lot of great people. I learned leadership skills. And then we were involved with Charities and philanthropies, there's a lot of great things that sororities do. It's not just a social club. So I would absolutely encourage my daughter and anyone else to go through and do it.
0: Yeah. And it's great that we have an expert on today because living in the bubble, we hire experts for everything, don't we? We,
1: we do. We like to outsource things. Um,
0: I even outsourced teaching my kid how to ride a bike.
1: <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Pathetic, right? So we do like to outsource things here in the bubble. So on today's show, we've invited Shay Sides, who is a sorority recruitment expert, and she helps a lot of the girls in our neighborhood go through Rush, get their packets together, get their photos together, and teaches them exactly what they need to do to go through the process.
0: Okay. I I just cannot wait. This is going to be so juicy. I can't wait to ask all my questions. So when we get back, we'll dive right in. If you're a fan of the Bubble Lounge, then we have a very special offer for you. Send us a text message to 313131 with the word bubble and join our exclusive community of Park City's moms. Every week we send you a link to the latest episode of the show, but that's not all. If you send a text right now, we will also send you a link to our private online membership website. Our membership site contains tons of helpful recommendations for women in the park cities. So whether you want to find something interesting for the kids, get recommendations for the best services, or just hang out online with other moms like you, our membership site is the perfect place. And best of all, it is free to join. So take out your phone and send a text to 313131 with the keyword bubble, that's B-U-B-B-L-E, and join us and your neighbors in the Bubble Lounge. Welcome back from the
1: break. We're sitting here with Shay Sides, who is a Rush expert extraordinaire. She's going to talk to us about sorority recruitment 101, and she's going to walk us through the whole process of going through what I still call Rush, but it's called sorority recruitment now.
2: Thank you for having me. I'm excited to talk about recruitment and answer any questions.
0: Well, it's great to have you, Shay. And I just have to say, I don't have a daughter. I went to a school that did not have a Greek system. What the heck do you do?
2: Well, just to give you a little background. So 10 or 11 years ago, a friend of mine who has three daughters asked me to help her with these recruitment packets that everyone talks about around this time of year. And I said, well, I can't do that for you. You have to do it. There's no way for me to do that. And she said, no, you're doing it. I can't. And so... Therefore, Recruitment 101 was born. So what I do is I create the packets for the girls, the girls that are seniors in high school who are going through sorority recruitment at their college. I create their packets that they in turn give to the ladies who are writing their references and letters of support. And what's involved in a packet is their resume, their transcript, their test scores, their photos, a little fluff, a little cuteness. And that's it. Wow. I mean, it sounds so scary to try to get into a sorority.
1: Well
0: it, it really does. It is.
1: And you're looking at a tried out circa 1987 from University of Oklahoma right here. <laughs> and yes, I hear that so much has changed. One of my friends showed me her rush packet the other day, and it was so fancy. The bright folder, the resume, the photos, everything looked completely different than
2: mine did.
0: Well, I was kind of imagining that it would be social media focused today.
2: It is. Okay, so there's two sides to this. Mm -hmm. So we create these packets that get turned into the sorority houses, the recruitment team, which is a group of girls that handle the actual week of recruitment. They're the leaders. Mm -hmm. These references packets are turned into those girls at each house, at each school. And being 20 years old, 21 years old, and in college, they check the box that they've received, this paperwork, and kind of toss it to the side. They're not studying it. They'll pull the picture out of it so that they can introduce the girl via picture to the chapter. Mm -hmm. But they're not studying this paperwork, as you could probably understand with college-age girls aren't sorting through a bunch of paperwork. Okay, (laughs) Some of it's gone online. Some sorties have. But anyway, we can get to that later. But speaking of social media, they do. They'll go to the girls' Instagrams, Facebooks a little bit. Not so much to study that either, but maybe to look at their pictures, kind of get to know them a little bit because that's more their world. Mm -hmm. But we still have to process this paperwork for the nationals part of sororities. So if these girls actually pledge that sorority, you have to send the reference to nationals. So they do want a reference on these girls so that they can actually process them through rush. But, and see, there I did. I called it rush again. So sometimes (laughs) I default to that. I can't help it. It's just, that's what it was called when I went through. So was that confusing at all? No, (laughs) no. The thing is, it sounds like
0: recruitment for a job. It's almost Uh like you're a headhunter. Yes. Who's helping girls get into sororities. So what are they looking for? I'm curious. Well,
2: frankly, it's real simple. It's human nature. They want girls who are like them. Smart, cute, sweet, fun. It's not really much more intense than that. And that is kind of the confusing part about what I do is there's a lot of work that goes into these packets and these references. And that does not at all guarantee a spot in any house
0: well what if you're like a Goth girl from New York City what sort you uh, and they probably won't't want to participate
2: in this process okay. that's not there their, and you know it's a it's a pretty small percentage at these universities and colleges mm-hmm. that are actually Greek although we think everyone, goes through rush that goes to college. That's not true. And there's lots of other opportunities to get involved on campus, this just being one. Right. So it's not for everyone. It isn't for everyone. Mm -hmm. And
1: that's totally fine. You know, you just, you've, you always find your
2: people, Mm -hmm.
1: no matter what group you're involved with, you always find who you have common things with.
2: Definitely. I think it's a good way at a lot of these schools that are really big, even the small ones, to have a nice group of girls to click with, immediately because you're kind of wandering around this big campus and don't have a group of friends yet. It also gives you a structure. They have study halls. A lot of them have houses you live in at one year during your four years. So there's a lot of benefits. And they do philanthropies. I mean, there's some good out of it, too. Oh, no, of course. I was just imagining that each sorority has
0: a personality. So I was thinking, I, okay, I think there so. might be one that's religious, and there might be one that's cheerleaders, and there might be one that's more athletes.
2: Now, what I would tell you is I think there's a mix of those in every house. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can find your people in every house.
0: Unless I will, you're a I will, Yeah. And
2: then they don't even, they won't even try. I know. Um, but I think that is something that I try to educate the girls that I help is really keeping an open mind. And I tell them if you take the Greek letters off the houses and not be laser focused on what you think is, quote, best, that you will be much happier because you need to go where you belong, not where other people have gone that you think you should be with them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they look at me like I'm crazy sometimes. But then after they go through, they realize what I'm talking about. I said, you would be happy in every single house. There are darling sweet girls in every single house. Mm -hmm. So I try to encourage them to be open minded. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: I think that's really smart. I wanted to ask you, how do you feel about moms that really push whatever story
2: that they were in on their daughters? Well, so my daughter went through Mm -hmm. recruitment last year, Uh and she actually went to the school. Where I went. Okay. And so everyone said, oh, you're going to make her be a Pi Fi Uh And I said, no, I'm not. I'm not there. And my mom wasn't a Pi Fi and she allowed me to do whatever I wanted. And I really appreciated that because I'm not there. My mom's Mm -hmm. not there. And so I really think it's important... Because what was best for me might have not been best for her.
1: Good. I like that outlook. That's exactly how I would feel, too. Because, you know, I had my chance to do it my way back mm-hmm. when I went through. And I would
2: want her to do whatever she wants to and not force something on her. Right. And nobody believed me. <laughs> they thought I was not telling the truth, that I was actually behind the scenes making her do this. And, of course, she pledged my sorority. So. <laughs> but she will tell you because of this business I've been doing for 10 or 11 years, that me being in a sorority didn't mean much. I mean, she wasn't going to pledge for me. Uh And that didn't hurt my feelings. I was glad that she said that.
1: Well, and I've also heard that being an alum, or being a legacy rather, Mm -hmm. no longer
2: holds the weight that it used to. Sure. And just for those of you who don't know what a legacy is, the sororities recognize legacies as Mothers, grandmothers, some do step-grandmothers, moms, sisters. If those relatives were in the sorority, then you're a legacy to that sorority. Now, that has changed a little bit. So, for example, Chi-Mega doesn't recognize grandmothers anymore because there's so many. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. the recruitment's been going on for this long that the numbers were just too big. So you really need to pay attention to that depending on what sorority you're in and do the research and see what they recognize as a legacy. Now, what does that do for you? It's definitely watered down over the years. It can play a role depending on the school you go to and the chapter. But again, some of the chapters at the different schools will put a little weight on the legacies, but not so much.
0: No, and it's interesting because you are a national an international expert because you've helped people from outside the country. And so that means you work around the nation. And I just from my sisters or my friends, my sister went to Cornell, she was a tridelt. My other sister went to Washington and Lee, a very southern school, and I forget what sorority she was in. But they were totally different. You know, Washington and Lee is very, very much like everybody was wearing white dresses together on every Friday night. And Cornell was much different. My sister was an athlete. She played three varsity sports. So, like, I remember going to both their sorority houses, and Yale just, it's not a Greek system. It's just not the way it is, or I would have joined. It seems to me you get a lot of variety, and so many schools really are driven by the Greek system, right? The social life really is Greek contingent in a lot of ways, Mm -hmm. no? Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yes. Oh, certainly
1: was. Yeah. yeah like like, that, when you would meet somebody on campus, the first thing that they would say, what house are you in? Like, yeah, there was
0: no other first question. That mm-hmm. was the immediate first question. I'm gonna ask a dumb question. Okay, I'm just curious, then. Does that mean like, let's say there are 10? I'm pulling a number out of a hat. Let's say there are 10 at OU. Are there bad ones? That's what I'm trying to say. Are there ones that really you're like, I don't want to be a part of that one? It depends on who you
2: ask. And okay. that's why I always tell my girls. I said, you ask someone from Dallas, they're going to tell you these are the best. If you ask someone from Austin, they're going to say that's the okay. best. It's because that's who they know in the houses. So there isn't a bad house. So there's not a stinky sorority on a camera. No. Like, basically, no. they're just all different and if you went in and asked the girls, they think their house is the best, which is how it should be, and, and that are there.
0: Yeah. And do people ever not get in at all?
2: Yes. Yeah, I would imagine. Sadly so. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a numbers game. It's a numbers game, and it can be a big rejection process, mm-hmm. which is not how you want it to end up, but it definitely can be a numbers game, and that doesn't mean you're not a cute darling girl. Right. You just got lost in the shuffle, and that can happen, but you can go through again the next year.
0: I was just going to ask you that. Mm-hmm. Kind of like if
2: you get rejected from your top yeah. college, you can just definitely. transfer. Definitely. Um, and that shows your interest, mm-hmm. I imagine.
0: It shows you really want to be a part well, of it.
2: and then your peer group, your actual aged... Friends are in the houses, mm-hmm. and so they really pull you through. Okay, That's instead so of the girls that are older than you, mm-hmm. which you may have not had a relationship with, and you may have not known as many of them. But once you've been there, and your friends are actually in the houses, that happens quite a bit. So, give us the basics. Let's say I came to you with my daughter mm-hmm. and said, "My
0: daughter's going to UT next year." Mm-hmm. She would like to go through rush. I'm gonna say rush.
2: Yes, just because I've heard that
0: so many times.
2: (laughs) How would you start off in so we have an initial meeting and Mm -hmm. I sit down with the mother or sometimes the father Mm -hmm. and the daughter and we talk about what they need to provide to me so I can make the packets. And that includes resume, transcript, test scores, photos and their list of people who are going to write the references and letters of support. And I provide them with the list of sororities from the schools they're either looking at or the one that they've already decided on. So they need to find the person that will write their recommendation letter? Yes, because we want those people to know the potential new member. Okay. Tell us about resumes. What makes a good resume? I always have the girls start with the resume that they used to apply to college because that is buttoned up mm-hmm. and that's pretty darn good these days because to get into college you have to have a pretty strong resume mm-hmm. so it's thorough and great and I do not have them shorten it because the more information the better for these ladies who are writing the references and letters because I love to have as much information as I can to include in those items I do have them add a few things to make it recruitment specific. For example, I make sure their GPA and their test score are on there because those are questions that are on the reference and it's just easy for the writer to see. I have them add family information, basically just mom and dad's names and if they have siblings. And then most important, they add the Greek affiliations. So do they have anyone in their family, preferably females, I'll let them include their dad or if their brother's at the school they're attending, that kind of thing, Mm -hmm. list the relationship, the name of the person what sorority or fraternity they were in and where they pledged or initiated. So that way, when you're filling out these recs, you know if they're an actual legacy because you note that on the forms. And then the last piece is college plans. Got to know where you're going to school. They like to know if you know where you're living, if what orientation date, because sometimes they will have an opportunity to meet you when you go for orientation. Okay. Your roommate, friends that are attending with you, your major... And they don't have to put that. I just always tell them, put as much of that as you can.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, what got
2: you into this? Tell me what well, made the, you start. Well, the
0: friend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, friend. yeah. That mm-hmm. had three okay. daughters. And so she, it wasn't based on your experience? No. I,
2: I, my all. friend Margo Burnett came okay. up with the idea. I give her credit every single day. That's great. Okay. She's amazing. And she, <laughs> she's my funniest friend. But I just sort of figured it out. In the first year, I had about 10 girls. And one, I had a set of triplets. Can you imagine being a mom? (laughs) And that was my first year, and I was scared to death about processing packets for triplets Mm -hmm. because I thought, I'm going to screw this up. I don't know these girls, and I'm going to somehow screw this up. Well, anyway, they end up being nannies for my kids later on. Really? Yeah, and their little sister works with me, so Uh it came full circle. But I thought, wow, that's a good mom to be able to manage that. And they all three pledged different sororities. It's oh, pretty my funny. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Wow.
0: That's what I was going to ask you. Like, were they a set? Were they a group Well, there Well,
2: two of them are identical, and they went to the same school but pledged different sororities, and okay. their mom went to a different school and pledged a whole oh, different wow. one. So that's funny. So what do you think is better, to pledge as a freshman or should you wait? I definitely think if it works freshman year, I would go for it because it puts you in a great... Freshman year is pretty hard transition Mm -hmm. and to have a nice group of girls. You know, not everybody goes to school with their friends. My daughter didn't have... I mean, one or two of her close friends went to school with her, but she really found her friends in her sorority. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's nice.
0: I would imagine that it gives you like a little group and makes it not so big and scary, Mm -hmm. right? Definitely a bigger school. She goes to UT and you know how big that is. It's
2: huge.
1: Well, to this day, my best friends are my tried-out friends from OU. I adore them.
2: Oh, and it was so fun. All my pledges Sisters were just following, texting me all during the week of rush when my daughter was going through because they were just dying for it to be at five Yeah, yeah, it was yeah.
1: Cute. Let's talk about photos that you put okay. in
2: the resume packet. What advice do you have on photos? I would say that's the most important piece of the packet because that's what the whole chapter sees. So the college panolinic websites, panolinic is the group that actually puts on the week of rush. Mm-hmm. And so they're pretty politically correct in their wording on their websites. So they'll say, you know, it doesn't need to be professional. It can just be a snapshot, which is absolutely fine. But what's most important is you want it to look just like you. Because what they want to know is when you walk through that door of that sorority house, they recognize you. And sometimes the photographers can get artsy. And that's not what you want either. You it's like headshots. Real simple. It's exactly yeah, it's just like, like, like headshots. Because yeah. sometimes I get headshots and I'm like,
0: who is that? I, I just, it just looks like
2: they painted your face yes. or something. Like, you want to look real. You want to yes. look your prettiest and your best, but you also want to look like yourself. Yes. And I always tell them, don't wear the trendy clothes. They don't photograph well. Just pretty simple. Mm-hmm. That's good advice. I was asked to write a letter one time, and they sent a
1: picture that had their friend cropped out, and she had a drink, <laughs> drink in her hand. Oh, boy. <laughs> what do you know. have to say about yeah, that? Yeah, that's,
2: that's not going to work. Is that a no-no? Uh, that's a no-no. I w- <laughs> probably wouldn't. I mean, most girls these days are having senior pictures made Mm -hmm. for the yearbook. Yes. And so what we do is we just tack on pictures for recruitment at the same time. So if you can do that, it's much better than trying to pull off of... You don't have a lot of pictures of just yourself. Nobody has that. No, and also, let's be honest. And cropping is awkward. Yeah, and
0: let's be honest. You're probably encouraging people to get a nice professional shot done, right? I mean, because get your makeup done. They all do. I
2: mean, we. so you want
0: to be in the running with other people who've had their makeup professionally done and a professional picture.
2: Yeah. And the girls, when they go down the week before recruitment starts and what it's called work week and they get everything ready in the house and they learn the girls names and pictures and so forth and so on. They are very bored that week and you do not want to give them any thing to giggle about. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you don't want a pet in the picture. You don't yeah. really want to be wearing a hat. You know no big just bows. Real simple. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I mean, and that may not be common sense, but we're just going real simple on this. Sure. And typically we do a headshot, which is a close-up, a three-quarter, which is waist-up, and then a full length head to toe. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to have a different outfit in all three because they're really just pulling one, typically your headshot. So Speaking of social media, you know, I was very happy to select with my daughter, her pictures. We spent a lot of time on that. And I said, oh, I know what they want, blah, blah, blah. Well, she decided, I always tell my girls to use the headshot they select for the recruitment packets on their profile pic mm-hmm. on all their social media. Mm-hmm. So that every time they're seeing the same It's picture. the same person. Right. Yeah, consistent. Well, my daughter... The Rush Lady's daughter didn't do that. So she decided that she just use another one that she liked, which was darling. It just, she was kind of turned around and couldn't see her as well. It didn't matter. Well, that's the one they used. It wasn't a big deal. But point being, they just pull whatever yeah. they want. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's another reason to make sure your social media is have it what you would like them to see. Yeah. So...
1: Right. So, for example, you probably don't want bikini shots
2: or pictures with drinks in your
1: hands no or drinks. maybe at a
2: party or yeah, with guys, things like that. Yeah, and everyone's pretty good about cleaning up their own. You have to be careful about being tagged in photos. Right. Yeah. Because they're they're not paying attention to it often enough. They do Snapchat, yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. those go away. But Instagram and Facebook, you just need to check in every now and then and make sure you're not tagged in anything oh, inappropriate. I have to do that all the time. I, I get tagged by strange yes. fans from the Middle East and like oh. they they <laughs> tag me and they put it on my
0: page and I'm like, delete, remove tag, delete. I know. I have to look at it all the time because I used to not do that and my
2: friends were like, "What's that on your that's so Facebook?" Funny. I know. And if you don't check in and like, they don't the college kids they don't really use Facebook. That's no, more our it's peer our, group. It's our, yeah. It is. I've been yeah. told that by my daughter. yeah, me too. yeah Old people. But, you know, it's an easy way for these college girls who are putting these slideshows together mm-hmm. of all these girls going through Rush to pull a pick digitally instead of, Anyway, so... Yeah. Right. Okay, so I have a question for you. To me, it's almost, like I said, it's like being
0: a headhunter, Mm -hmm. but it's also like dating. Speed dating. It is. It's like speed dating. And I feel like you don't have a website. You're very exclusive, right? (laughs) It almost feels like going to like a fancy dating service where it's like, we only take 10 people.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't know. I mean, definitely a homegrown business that Mm -hmm. I... I don't know. It's and you just have word a job. I do too. have an actual and you have real multiple children. job and I have three kids and a husband. So it's seasonal. I feel like I always compare myself to a CPA. So for mm-hmm. about six weeks, I'm up 20. Nobody sees you. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I have lists all the way down to I don't know for a while, but I always laugh about that because I'm like, I'm not that important. <laughs> but that's because I know how to do this for right. someone who doesn't they would pay me triple what I charge Mm -hmm. because they have no idea what I'm even talking about. So I appreciate that.
0: Well, also, we live in a very competitive world. Mm. And I feel that because of that, I mean, people have coaches for their kids for football. People have tutors. People have people who help them get into college. Trust me, I'm on that bandwagon too. I'm not an only child. You think I'm not going to get the college person to say, does everything look good? Sure. Is your essay good enough? Of course. I mean, you almost have to Mm -hmm. have expert help because the competition is stiff. We're going to take a short break. And when we get back, we're going to cover the most important things your daughter needs to know about Rush. Martha and I would like to personally thank all of the fans of the Bubble Lounge podcast. We truly appreciate the feedback people like Sherry
1: and Kathy and so many others have given to us. Your support encourages us week after week
0: to keep the Bubble Lounge podcast going. It is women like you that make our community special. And if you enjoy this show, please help us spread the word on social media.
1: Whether you use Facebook or Nextdoor Instagram, please take a moment and share it with your friends. Your help means a lot to
0: us. So many women in the neighborhood have told us how much they have enjoyed this Podcast, and with your help, we can share the show with many more. Welcome back from the break. I am very interested in this whole process, and it makes me wonder how much does this cost?
2: Well, it's pretty expensive from top to bottom. So Preparing for it, meaning getting your photos taken, selecting the outfits for your photos, and then actually selecting the outfits to go through the actual week of recruitment. Oh, and also you're going to sign up to go through Rush with your college being a Linux. That's going to be another cost. And then if you actually pledge, then you pay the big bucks to be an active member of the sorority. I would say probably getting your packets ready. And this is if you didn't use me, just if you're making packets and having your photos made that's probably somewhere in, and I mean, this is a range, and I'm guessing I would say that's probably in the $1,000 range. Okay. okay. And that doesn't include the clothes for your photos, because not everybody's gonna go buy something new for the photos. You can yeah. pull stuff out of your closet. Mm-hmm. And then the actual outfits for going through Rush, that can be whatever you want. I mean, what I would tell you is that what a great addition. That we didn't have when I went through is that Panolinic, which is the group that puts on the actual rush week. They provide – most of these Panolinics provide a couple of T-shirts for the first two days of rush, which is really nice because everyone's on the same playing field. Mm-hmm. And then they just wear shorts and tennis shoes. It's very nice. Okay. And then depending on how many days more you have of rush, it just gets a little – dressier. You have a summer dress and then maybe to a church dress and to a cocktail dress. But like my daughter, she wore one of the dress that she wore to baccalaureate, she wore it to the church dress day. Mm -hmm. So we utilize that twice, which was awesome.
1: Right. So Shay, I have a daughter that's going to be starting high school next year. What can I do to get her prepared
2: for Rush, both mentally and physically? So I would tell you the best thing she can do is get to know as many people as she can while she's in high school, meaning... All grades, and that can be she's on teams, she's in clubs, family friends, church friends. It's just as many people as she can know because you don't know where you're going to end up at college. Just really network. Yes, network. And when you get to college, really your ticket into the house is knowing people in that house. Sure. There are going to be girls that come to a college that don't know a soul, and they land somewhere typically. But that definitely helps us to know people in the house because they will pull you through. Another great thing I tell my girls is your senior year, once you've decided where you're going or even before, if you have a short list of colleges, get to those schools, stay with a freshman in the dorm, get to know her, get to know as many friends, all of her friends that are in her dorm. And Because there's no other way to meet people at the school. But that's a great way to do it and really just network. That's a way of networking before you even get there. Okay. Because you're going to go through rush before school starts at most schools. Now, there are some schools with what they call deferred recruitment, Mm -hmm. SMU, Baylor, Vanderbilt, where they go through in January after their Christmas break. I just saw that at SMU when I was walking my dog not too long ago. Mm -hmm. So it is rush week. What do girls need to do to be ready for Rush? Okay, so mandatory, they have to register to actually go through Rush. So if you do not do that, you cannot go through. So make sure you pay attention to your panelinic website of the school you're going to and sign up to go through Rush. So then you get to school. Typically, recruitment girls get to move in a day or two earlier than everybody else because they're going to move in before they start. Then the next day, they have an orientation meeting, and then it all gets going. So... Before they leave and move into the dorm, they need to have all their outfits ready head to toe. Because that week is very emotional. It's very hot. It's very exhausting. It can be cold if they're going through in January. But very stressful for these girls. So the last thing they want to do is be unsure of their outfits. So have those solidified. Mm -hmm. And I mean jewelry to shoes to everything. Undergarments, et cetera. So and then I would also suggest that they carry a small bag with them each day through the rush week that has a portable fan. That's battery operated. Not that they have to charge because they'll forget to charge it each night. Mm -hmm. Just put the batteries in it. Give them extra batteries. A brush, lip gloss, cell phone charger. And I would include a pair of flip flops because most of the days they're going to be wearing wedges or heels. And it's very hard to get from house to house because some of these schools, the houses are a long way away from each other. Wow, Martha, we need to have a bag like that just for life. I know so everybody <laughs> needs good a advice for every
0: <laughs> kid. Yes.
2: <laughs> and then, other than that, just tell them to be themselves. Mm-hmm. Just put on a smile, and I always tell my girls that they're the ones that are being interviewed; they're not doing the interviewing, so they can take the pressure off themselves from that angle. They're worried about what they're going to talk about. The actives in the house—they're trying to win. The is over, so they 're asking them questions now you 're going to get a lot of what you do this summer what's your major hmm. in every house but don't panic about you having to carry the conversation. They're going to carry it. But just be fun and bubbly, and that's not natural for everybody. So you're going to have to turn it on that week because it's a first impression. So they have to register on time. Mm -hmm. They have to have their packet ready. Their packets have been turned in already. Yeah.
0: They need an emergency kit, Mm -hmm. their outfits planned, Mm -hmm. and smile and
2: mingle well. Yes. Okay. And then when they come back to their dorm at night, Try to keep all their thoughts to themselves because oh, that's the good girls Well, it's a game. Mm-hmm. So you love every house all week. Okay. And because don't share your thoughts on what you love to anybody else. Because there's a chance that if you say
1: something to someone, they may text somebody in a current house and say, hey, mm-hmm. she didn't like your house. Yeah, and then yeah. you get cut. Cut, Right. Yep. That's good advice. This has been
0: such an eye-opening interview for me because I don't know a lot about it. And it's really interesting. And I think it's great that you're helping people with this. Yeah. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having
2: me. It was so much fun. Absolutely.
1: Great information. And I can't wait for everyone to hear it and pass (laughs) along to them. That's been another episode of The Bubble Lounge. We'll catch you next time. I'm Nellie Shudo. I'm Martha Jackson. See you soon.